Welcome back to this ADHD life. Keith Griffin, ADHD coach to my pets, back with you for another edition of the podcast. So today's episode, maybe not surprising, may sort of have two different topics and might have 12. Uh, You know, it's kind of funny. I've been... uh, really telling myself a story about how long these podcast episodes need to be, that they need to be at least 20 minutes long or 30 minutes long or, oh God, 45 minutes long. And then I saw a Facebook post a week or two back where someone said, uh, hey, we have ADHD. Could you keep them to like 15 minutes? And this was on another podcast. It, It wasn't on mine. And it got me to thinking that, yeah, if I'm, if I am my target audience, um, I, I like podcasts that last the length of my commute. So, uh, when I had the, the old day job and I was commuting 30 minutes each way, I would look for podcasts for, you know, 30 to 45 minutes. And, uh, I use a little smart speed thing in the podcast app that I use, uh, that would compress it down to about 30 but nowadays I'm actually looking for shorter podcasts because my attention span is just shorter. I'm not in the car anymore when I'm listening to these things. I'm taking the dog out for a walk generally when I listen to podcasts. And so the story I've been telling myself is that these podcasts need to be a certain length to be a podcast. And that is not true. And not only is that not true, but it seems as though uh, a shorter podcast length may actually be beneficial for the uh, audience that I am hoping is listening to the show. Uh, the title of the show is Shame Pride, and I wrote that down uh, about an hour and a half ago, where I sort of have like this sense of pride, but I'm also ashamed by this sense of pride. Um yeah, so if you've been following me since the beginning of the podcast and the beginning of this ADHD life before I was even an ADHD coach, um, you might know that marketing is not my strong suit. I do not enjoy marketing. I have a giant post-it note on my wall that says marketing is not selfish. Uh, and I actually feel like I need to change it to marketing is not shameful. And because of that, I tended to, or I tend to resist putting out content, newsletters, videos, and whatnot as often as probably would be helpful to the audience, but but also as uh, often as would be helpful to myself in terms of getting the AI algorithms to feature my content and whatnot. When you're putting out an episode every six months, Google's bots really don't care about you. When you do something every week or so, well, they start to care about you. And something I've been really working on this past month or so is just putting stuff out there and, and not judging myself for whether it has a marketing spin to it or not. Uh, and as a result, I've been putting out my uh, my newsletter now has gone out almost weekly for the past month. I didn't put one out last week, but I did put one out uh, this week. I did it on Sunday evening. It was pretty easy. I'm still kind of tinkering with the times that I want to put it together, edit it and get it sent out. And, and by the way, shameless plug, uh, uh, freeadhdnewsletter.com is how you can go get your very own edition of my semi-weekly newsletter. And I say semi-weekly because my intent is to put it out on a bi-weekly basis, but lately it's been going on about every week. And I looked at the... Uh, <laughs> I looked at the newsletter today because I get a copy. I actually get three copies based on uh, several different criteria I have set up in my MailChimp program. And I was starting to read it and I really felt proud but ashamed at the same time. Like there is this huge sense of imposter syndrome that I have uh, 
the the newsletter I think looked okay. I mean, it's not the perfect newsletter. It's not the greatest newsletter of all time, but I was actually proud of what was in it. But then I was like ashamed by the fact that I actually produced this, that I've somehow sold out or something. Uh, but that's really not true. But listen to that story I'm telling myself. Um, and, and by the way, ADHD, uh, I have found to be really centered upon the stories that we tell our, tell ourselves, not necessarily the realities. So as a quick diversion, if you think about ADHD and the number of us that are mentally hyperactive, meaning we are constantly thinking about thoughts and thinking about bridges that we may or may not ever have to cross, really, we're just really good at coming up with stories to tell ourselves, stories about how the world is going to end or how my listeners are going to react to a four-minute podcast one week or or how my husband's going to react to something that I said, or how my board members at ADA are going to react to my being critical of some idea or concept. Those are all stories inside of our head. And the problem is we walk around all day telling ourselves hundreds, if not thousands of stories. And that can be crazy making, at least for me. High five me in the air if, uh, if this is familiar to you. And so if you, if you look at the story that I'm telling myself, it's somehow shameful to be that coach that puts out a weekly or biweekly newsletter. It's somehow shameful to put out a podcast every week or two. It's somehow shameful to be up on YouTube. Yet it's what I really enjoy doing. I actually like sharing my thoughts with the world. And a lot of us like sharing our thoughts with the world, but we get this huge sense of imposter syndrome, which is who am I to be recording a podcast every week and speaking into a microphone to how many ever thousands of listeners download the, the podcast and may or may not listen to it or uh, sending out a newsletter. But I, I, I have to get over that. And as ADHDers, I think we all have to sort of get over that. If you're in a job, I can, I can remember this when I was back in my IT career, the number of times that people were looking to me as a consultant for advice and knowledge and my skills. And I would think, uh, why are you looking at me? I mean, sure, I have a really, a really successful track record of completing projects and leaving companies better than when I found them, but I'm no expert. I'm, I'm just an imposter. I have no idea how this is getting done. That that sounds a little crazy, doesn't it? And I, I've used crazy two times. If I if I say it a third time, uh, I'm pretty sure Beetlejuice appears. Um, but but it's something that I am working with myself, so to speak, and with my coach and my coaching group and uh, friends and family. <laughs> because believe me, I talk about this a lot. About this idea that we're all imposters, and the reality is. It is another story that we're telling ourselves. It's a story I'm telling myself. There's nothing that I put in my newsletter this past week that is so experty that anybody's going to ever call me on it. Yet I immediately thought, oh God, imposter, imposter. Why would people ever read this? No, you have no right to be putting this stuff out. That's, that's, that's not good. And I almost said the C word again. I'm not going to say it. So my challenge to you this week, and I don't know if this, this is going to be a, a thing every week. It's a, a challenge to you, but uh, a challenge this week, if you're listening, is to think about the areas in your life in which you feel like an imposter. Is it at work? And if it's at work, is it in certain scenarios? Uh, because all of us have different job functions, right? In addition to being an ADHD coach and I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a solopreneur, right? I deal with the marketing for my organization and the website and I put out the content, uh, which is what I'm talking about. And I do a whole bunch of other things. Um, 
And each of us in our jobs, whether or not we work for ourselves, have different roles. If you're a software developer, sure, you develop software, but then you also go back to the team and have team meetings. And you might advise fellow software developers about how to get rid of a problem or work around a problem. And you might... Um, you might train the new guy on systems, uh, you know, the, the crazy neurotypical systems for tracking your time that everybody hates. Well, everybody with ADHD hates. Um, and, uh, you know, that can really lead to a sense of imposter syndrome, because even though we've mastered the systems, uh, you know, we don't want to be the experts. So that's my challenge to you is, is in what ways do you feel like you're being an imposter? Uh, comment down below. Uh, if you're listening to this on the website, you can send me an email info at this or you can at reply this ADHD life on Twitter. There's a Facebook page, there's Snapchat, there is everything out there. Uh, so I would love to hear from you. Love to hear about what you think of this episode and what you have identified in your own life as areas in which you can improve or maybe reject the imposter syndrome because at the end of the day you don't have to listen to that imposter syndrome side literally on my post it says you don't have to listen to your imposter side and that's true you don't have to listen to it it can just be one of those voices in your head that when it comes around you go eh. <laughs> yeah no uh so, sort of like the voice in my head last night at about 10 p.m when i was like oh i need to go out and get some ice cream and uh, half of my body was like, yeah, you do. And the other half that realized it was 40 degrees out and really didn't want to go out at 10 at night went, yeah, I don't have to listen to you. Same thing's true with imposter syndrome, imposter side of you. You don't have to listen to it. You can develop a communication pattern with it, which uh, when it rears its head and it says, hey, hey, Keith, you're just, uh, you're not the expert. You shouldn't be doing anything. Well, that's nice, imposter side, but uh, I'm, I'm not listening to you today. Before I let you go, though, I do need to mention two things, and I have to admit, I am recording this about three hours after that last bit of audio recording as I edit. Uh, I realized that I didn't share with you two important things. One is I will be the featured guest on one of uh, ADA's webinars. Uh, ADA is the Attention Deficit Disorder Association. They are holding a free webinar. Normally, these are charged and uh, members-only webinars, but there is a fresh one with me next Tuesday, the 27th. Uh, 2018. Starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, I will have a link in the show notes to uh, to where you can register for this free webinar. And uh, spoiler alert, you probably want to know what I'll be talking about. I am going to be talking about surviving the holidays. That can be that can be a touchy subject for folks with ADHD and even without ADHD. Uh, the second thing, and this may be no coincidence, is I am also offering with fellow coach Renee Crook, uh, a group coaching program for the holidays. We call it effing for the holidays uh, or effing holidays or mm, holidays, as you might say. I, I said to myself, I'm not saying the F word again this this podcast. Um, and it is a group coaching program that takes the content of the webinar next week and uh, provides group coaching around it, uh, helping you determine what your intent is for the holidays, what your ADHD blocks might be for the holidays, what types of self-care you may need to improve, uh, what kind of planning you may need to do. And you can check that out. There's a link in the show notes uh, as well, uh, but you can go to efingholidays.com to learn more there. All right. Shameless self-promotion over. I am terrible at it. I hate doing it, but I, I got to if I don't mention it, you wouldn't know. And uh, that's something I'm trying to work on is getting the stuff out of my head and into podcast form occasionally. I hope you did enjoy this episode. 
There'll be a new one out next week. Funny thing, I've recorded the audio. I said I was going to send it to the audio guy, and then I realized it was Thanksgiving and completely unfair to do that to him. So there will be a new episode next week, not professionally mixed, but I hope you stay tuned, and I will catch you next time. Take care.